Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Save My Ink Forever allows families to keep the tattooed skin of the loved ones they loved after the loved ones have passed away. Yeah, do you want some dead tattooed skin uh, for your mantle? Maybe you can frame grandma's, um, you know, flaming tattoo she had on her back. You just put it on the wall for everyone to see. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, it's a little... Look, you want to keep some cremains? Cremains, right? Cremains around your house? No problem. I think that's quite normal. That's one thing. Put it in a nice little vase, you know? Put it on the mantle. But to, to save the dead skin of a relative... <laughs> First of all, the tattoos that we often get, we regret them years down the road. We don't want them forever, you know, on our body. Never mind forever on a wall framed for, the, for relatives to come by 50 years from now and be like, yo, what the fuck was he thinking? Is that a tattoo of a, what is that, a wolverine eating a beetle? That it makes no sense. This, Jeez, grandpa must have been wasted when he got this tattoo. I mean, we don't, we don't want that. Who's doing this? Although, look, I don't want to poo-poo it. Maybe you got something special that you want to get, <laughs> that your relatives love. See, I, here's the other thing is a lot of times the tattoos that you love, others don't. So it's like, <laughs> you're going to be dead. Who cares where it goes? Many of us keep mementos of loved ones who've died from letters that they wrote to jewelry with sentimental meanings. Yes, we do. We keep the jewelry around grandma, grandma's wedding ring, right? But given the chance, would you want to keep a tattoo from someone after they've passed away? Well, a team of funeral directors have launched a business allowing family members to keep the tattooed skin of their deceased loved ones and display it as art. It's called Save My Ink Forever. And you can Google that website if, you, if you're interested in this. And there's hundreds of customers in the U.S. they have and, you know, is now hoping to extend its client-based client base overseas. Wow, hundreds of people are doing this? I'm so surprised. Man, you could just invent anything and people will want it. I mean, it just makes no sense. I don't know what is going on. It's weird, man. It's weird. <laughs> The business is run by a Mr. Kyle Sherwood, along with his father, Mike, and another friend who's also a funeral embalmer. The three of them came up with the idea after a casual chat with friends in the funeral business about post-death keepsakes. As many in the group have tattoos, the topic came up naturally in conversation. All of our tattoos have deep meanings, meanings enough to put it on ourselves for life to proudly display. Yes, deep meaning, that tattoo you have of Captain Crunch fighting a lion. <laughs> so we thought, well, what happens when you die? These works of art that mean so much to the individual and the family, they're gone. They're gone forever. They're either buried or they're cremated. They're never, never to be seen again. Well, you know, there's always a photo. You could take a photo, Okay. I got photos of my tattoos. We could always put those on the wall, <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> oh, man. So Save My Ink Forever was born. This is really funny. I don't know. I got to ask you weirdos. What do you think of this? Do you want uh, your tattoo? Your It's not even just your tattoo. It's your goddamn skin. Isn't that creepy? Do you want your embalmed skin framed and on the wall of your <laughs> of your family forever and ever after you're deceased? <laughs> I mean, it's just... or. You know, 
you're going to be dead, so you're not going to care. But how about this? Do you want the skin of someone in your family who then dies? Do you want, do you want as a living person to be looking at that every time you come over for Thanksgiving? You want to look at the tattoo up there of a, whatever it is, some Chinese symbols like I got, you know, which <laughs> the family's like, what the hell do those mean? Why do we have them in a frame? That is disgusting. Look at that skin. It's so discolored. How many more decades is that skin going to live? Is it mummified? What is it? I feel like I got a mummy in my living room. <laughs> if you're wondering how this works, Let's see. Uh, the preservation process takes roughly a month and a half. The pres- preserved skin art is is removed and then placed in a frame with UV protective glass. The tattoo is then shipped back to the family. The whole process takes about two months. Wow. There's some framed tattoos here. I got to say, it looks pretty good. It, it, it doesn't look bad. But this... I also have to, I don't think this is skin. I think, they're, I think this is just a, an example of what it could be, but that doesn't look like skin. It looks like pieces of paper that have tattoos on them, like artwork, and then they're framed. So I don't know. Don't go, I mean, when you Google this and you see the photos that they have from the article, you'll see that that doesn't look like skin. Skin's going to look a lot nastier than that. It's going to be, it's not going to be perfect like that. It's going to be, the sides are going to, I'd imagine they're all going to be just wrinkly. There's probably going to be some hairs in there. Nah, this is gross. This is a gross thing. I don't know. Maybe you weirdos like this. What do you think? Call into Weird AF News, 646-450-2012, or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I want to know what you think about this. A new law in Kansas. Kansas police cannot have sex during traffic stops. <laughs> Hard to imagine uh, why that wasn't already a law or How bad did it get before they actually had to bring it to the table and make it a law? (laughs) Well, you know, that's the 17th dry hump by a cop this week after a traffic ticket. We got to do something about this. (laughs) This is Wichita, Kansas, which, by the way, has a very dear place in my heart because Wichita, Wichita, Kansas was uh, a city that I got arrested in when I was driving cross country and I spent uh, about four nights in a Wichita jail. Long story. We'll have to talk about that later. I did meet a nice pimp who took care of me. Not like that, but yeah. He cut my hair. Isn't that sweet? You ever get your hair cut by a pimp? No, you haven't. You probably haven't. And let me tell you something. You haven't lived until you've had your hair cut by a pimp. <laughs> he also let me talk to his wife on the phone. Isn't that crazy? To think a pimp has a wife. I don't know. She made me feel better though. A new Kansas law makes it a crime for police to have sex with people they pull over for traffic violations. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I don't, I mean, I don't know where to begin. You know, it's just like the police. Uh, You know, you think that, you think that police departments all around the U.S. are hiring good people to be their employees, but apparently not. I don't know what's on this police officer test. It must be easy as shit because morons are on the police force. I don't know how they're getting on there, but they're on there. It must be this. The test must be so easy. I can't even. If you're a police officer out there, um, please call into Weird AF News and tell me a little bit about the process of how you get on the police force. Do you do you just have to have uh, two arms, two legs and a heartbeat? I mean, I don't know. It seems like that's the only criteria to me. Oh, man. A new law bans sexual relations during the course of a traffic stop, an interrogation, an interview with, in the connection of an interrogation or investigation, or even while the law enforcement officer has a person detained. So not in any of those circumstances are you allowed to have sexual relations with someone that you've stopped. How about you just say, 
the cops cannot have sexual relations at all with anybody while they're on the clock. How about that? I mean, every job I've had, I've never been allowed to have sex on the clock. Never, never have, never. And the way this law is written, it looks like there's a, a loophole for cops to have sex with other people and uh, that they haven't. I mean, it says during the course of a traffic stop. I mean, there are other instances, you know, where you could, you'd be, a cop would be talking to someone. Cops shouldn't be allowed to have sex at all on the clock. And if you're a cop out there listening to Weird AF News, stop trying to uh, fuck the people that you pull over. How about that, cops? Yeah, I said it. That's right. I'm a concerned citizen and I pay your salary. So stop dry humping the people you're giving tickets to, pals. All right. Now, you may, you may be asking, the article says, wasn't that already illegal? <laughs> well, Kansas is, was one of 33 states where consensual sex between police and people in their custody wasn't a crime. 33 states? What is going on with, this, with the U.S. here? How do you have 33 states where it's okay for police officers to have sex with people they've detained? This isn't, this isn't right, you know? Next thing you'll know, they'll tell me, you'll tell me there's no laws against priests having sex with the people that are at confession. So, wait, is there a law against that? I don't know. <laughs> this came as a surprise to the members of the House Judiciary Committee who got the new law passed very quickly. Well, good. I think the rest of the 32 states need to get on the ball and make it a law <laughs> while you're at it. How about a law that doesn't allow cops to just shoot random people either? That, that would be cool. Listen, we got to get a grip on these cops, man. They're out of control these days. You think this is the wild, wild west, police? It's not the wild, wild west, all right? You can't be dry humping the people that are, you know, going 36 and a 35. You know, that's just my opinion, but, you know, hey, Jonesy, Weird AF News, I love you. Don't arrest me anymore. (laughs) I don't want to go to jail again. All right, I don't know how I got a hold of this last article. Some, forgive me, I forgot who sent this to me, but uh, I have, must have done a story about weird shit in China. But uh, someone sent me an article about all the fake food that you can find in China. Yeah, apparently uh, there's like many parts of China are actually known for their fine cuisine, but the food industry has taken some heat lately for its troubling, outrageously toxic fake products and fake food items. This is amazing. It became international news in 08 when infants had died from drinking milk powder laced with melamine powder, a compound used making plastic. And since then, other toxic fake foods in China have surfaced. And this article has a whole list of them that I want to run through because I thought this was wild. First of all, they make fake eggs, okay? I don't know. First of all, eggs are so cheap. Why would you fake it? Uh... <laughs> They were making tons of money selling fake eggs, some, some companies in China. They almost look like the real thing and uh, slimy before cooking and turns, and turns like cooked eggs when cooked. But a fake hard-boiled egg can actually bounce when you throw it like a rubber ball. These fake eggs are made of gelatin, artificial food coloring, water, and encased in a wax eggshell. It seems like a lot of work to go into a fake egg. Why don't you just serve an egg, man? It's like, a, it's like five cents for the egg. Fake plastic rice is a thing. It's made out of plastic. Isn't that crazy? Unbelievable. Uh, One Chinese Restaurant Association official reported that eating three bowls of this was equivalent to eating a whole plastic bag. (laughs) How's your lunch? Yeah, you know, I ate a couple plastic bags. I'm feeling good, you know. Hey, they're gluten-free. What can I say? (laughs) Also, walnuts stuffed with cement. Imagine that. You get some walnuts, you only find, only to find that there's broken pieces of cement inside after you crack them open. <laughs> That's crazy. Of course, fake beef. All the time, fake beef. Crazy amounts of fake beef 
going on in China. Um, fake mutton. Mutton, yeah. Fake mutton. They're actually serving... This is what they're using for fake beef and fake mutton sometimes. They're actually using meat from rats, minks, and foxes and selling it as mutton and other meat. <laughs> oh, this scheme was so popular and successful that the police arrested more than 900 people and seized about 20,000 pounds or tons, 20,000 tons of meat within three months. Unbelievable. Also, fake wine is being made. Wine is the number one fake food in China. It is reported that at least 70% of wines produced in China are actually fakes. What the hell? What are they using for fake wine? Man, is it... Okay, they're made from cheap fruit juice. Avoid buying wine from China, it says. See, look at that. Weird AF News. You're learning things. You're, you know, I'm, I'm looking out for your safety here. <laughs> if the meat smells like a rat, don't eat it. <laughs> fake honey is a big deal, apparently. And that's crazy because, you know, you can get away with that. Honey is expensive. So if you're making some fake honey and you're selling it cheap, if it's cheap honey, man, if it's cheap, you need to inspect it. You need to be suspicious of because honey is not cheap. Uh, they make two types of, two types of counterfeit honey. Uh, one is a mixture of real honey and sugar syrup and fake honey, which looks like real honey, uh, but it is a mixture of water, sugar, and food coloring. Okay, fake green peas is a thing. <laughs> They're created from snow peas, soybeans, and green dye. And a chemical called sodium metabisulfite, which is a chemical that is used as the bleach and preservative. Unbelievable. People dying from eating fake peas. Fake table salt. Man, this stuff is so cheap, some of this. Why would you even make fake shit? Be careful that you don't buy any salt from China, as they may also contain industrial salt. Consuming this salt can contribute to high blood pressure, thyroid problems, and the risk of heart attack and stroke. Side effects include falling downstairs and singing Coldplay songs uncontrollably. I'm just kidding. Alter ginseng. Now, I, don't know, I know you guys are probably all about your ginseng, all right? Well, you don't want fake ginseng, okay? I actually like ginseng, and I am. Um, ginseng root is a popular medicinal plant used as a tonic in China for centuries. Uh... Yeah, ginseng is very interesting. Um, it, it's in the actual shape of a human body. And the Chinese saw that and were like, this might be good for the body. Turns out this root is great for the body. But watch out for fake ginseng. Ginseng is expensive if you want the good shit. So you can imagine a lot of, I can imagine a lot of fake ginseng. This fake rice, that's just crazy because rice is cheap. What are you making fake rice for? Fake ginseng, fake honey, on the other hand, fake beef. I understand that mentality. Absolutely. Uh, okay, ginseng is very expensive, pushing many retailers to figure out a way to keep making profit. Their solution was to boil the root in sugar, which makes them heavier, and therefore they can sell for more money, as the roots are sold by weight. Oh boy, tests show that while natural ginseng has 20% content of sugar, the fake ones have about 70% sugar. Oh, watch out, I mean, probably none of you are buying ginseng, but if you are, be careful. If you get it from China. Although, where else would you get it? Maybe you can, can we grow it in our, in our gardens? I would love to learn how to grow ginseng. That would be amazing. So listen, I'm just trying to allow you, I'm just trying to educate you guys and, and say, hey, watch out for fake food in China. Have you, uh, <laughs> have you come, if you've come across fake food of any sort, whether it's from China or otherwise, you have a story about it, please call into Weird AF News. My number is 646-450-2012 or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. And thank you for this article, whoever sent this. Keep them coming. I like weird shit. 
and um, you know, I'll cover it sometimes. Hey guys, this is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I want to thank those of you who emailed me. Give some shout outs. Uh, first off, to Closing Chapter Productions, uh, Jason and Joyce, who uh, said that they love Weird AF News and uh, listen all the time. And we, they talked about how so much crazy shit comes from Florida. And um, they live in Montana. And <laughs> they often get asked, why don't you like Florida? They always respond, simply Google the phrase Florida, man, and they will see why. Mm-hmm. Keep up the great show, Jonesy. We listen on our Google Home every weekday before work, and you always put a smile on our face. Thank you. They also sent me a link to um, that video. Have you guys seen the video of the woman who shits on the floor of Tim Hortons and then throws it at the employee? Now, um, several people have sent me this video. And my friends have been posting it and sharing it on social media. I've been told to cover it, but I can't do justice to it. This is an audio uh, podcast for the most part, and like I can't. You need to watch the video. So go and Google a woman shits on the floor of a Tim Hortons and then throws it at the employee. It, it is outstanding. I just I, I love it. It's amazing. I've never seen someone shit so quickly. I mean, it's like who can shit that quickly? And it was just such an organized shit. It was unbelievable to me. You have to see it. And I feel so bad for the employees who get paid nothing there and then also got to, in addition to being paid shit, had to get, have to get hit with shit occasionally. <laughs> so uh, shout out to those guys. Also, uh, shout out to Adam Levine and uh, Seeking Plum. And I had a nice call from um, Jennifer who, uh, well, I'll just let you listen to the call. It's, um, it's, it's quite nice. It's quite nice. This is Jonesy. If you want to call in, the number is 450, I'm sorry, 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at funnyjones, Twitter at funnyjones. Facebook is Comedian Jonesy. And Jonesy, by the way, is spelled J-O-N-E-S-Y. Some of you are spelling it weird. J-O-N-S-E-Y? No, that's Jonesy. <laughs> Jonesy, J-O-N-E-S-Y. Jones and then a Y. It's easy. If you want to reach out to me on social media, please do so. Um, I love getting DMs from you guys or um, pictures of you uh, wearing uh, skimpy clothing is just all amazing too. Or or just like uh, a video of you telling me how much you love me. I mean, that makes me feel great. All warm and fuzzy inside. Thank you, guys, my fellow weirdos. Good morning, Jonesy. This is Jennifer from New Mexico. And I was just so upset that no girl has called to invite you to the, uh, let's say, the biggest orgy in the world. But, hey, uh, I'm single, and my mom lives in Vegas, so we got a free place to stay. You want to go with me? I'll take you. Just let me know. For sure, and I'll be your date for the funnest night of your life. (laughs) Anyway, I'm excited. I'm ready to go now. (laughs) Have a good one. Let me know if you want to go. Keep it weird.